Welcome back to the Frothcast, a podcast about. That's Bodhi. They call him the Bodhisattva. I'm your host, Hendo, and this is episode 23. This episode features my favorite shit from 2021 how to win fantasy surfing, fantasy surf awards, and an open letter to the moles at Stab and SNL from Gunther. Let's fucking go! This episode is brought to you by Anthony's Ape Glove Emporium. That's right. Are you struggling to get into waves faster than you'd like? Fear no more. Anthony's Ape Glove Emporium has you covered. These ape gloves have been scientifically proven to make you paddle 36.2% faster, thus increasing your wingspan to rival that of Owen Wright and Muhammad Shahata. We've got all the latest and coolest models, including Charlotte's Web 2.0. So come on down and get your ape on. That's right, Anthony's Ape Glove Emporium. This episode is also brought to you by Liquid IV. Type in Hendo underscore B for 30% off your purchase at liquidiv.com. Aloha and wasabi, my friend. Thank you for stopping back. It feels great to be back here at the Frothcast. Um... Is this season three? Is that how it works? I don't know, but uh, I'd like to say I'm back, but let's be honest. I say that every time and then I end up disappearing and running off to Temecula getting on a heater again. So I'm back. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. Got other obligations pulling at my attention, but I do love being here. So thank you so much for listening, tuning in, and for enjoying the froth. I've just been a little bit busy. Do you have any idea how fucking busy I am? And for that, again, I apologize, my frothers. I'm not trying to ghost y'all. I've just been so dang busy with work that I haven't had the time to froth out on the froth cast. Hopefully that all changes with this new year, 2022. Happy New Year to you. And with the new CT season starting very, very soon. We'll get into some surf stuff in a bit, but first let's uh, let's hang out and chat. You know, feel free to crack a cold one, crack a Ritz cracker if you want. Maybe eat some nachos while you're at it. Just sit back, relax, keep running on your jog or in your car, whatever the hell you're doing. Enjoy it. You know, just enjoy the sounds. So, what's been wasabi with me? Where the hell have I been? What's been going on? Uh, well. You guessed it. I'm recording this episode live from my fourth residence in the past farking year. I moved four times last year. It was insane. Some of which was beyond my control, some of which maybe was in mine, but uh, that's neither here nor there. I'm still in San Diego, just not in North County anymore. Uh, but, um, you know, now that 2021 is done and dusted, let's hope I don't have to move anymore. And I don't end up making this podcast all about moving from place to place. I mean, I'm going to have to start hitting up HGTV for a podcast. I mean, imagine this HGTV presents the how to lose an apartment in 10 days podcast by Hendo Froth. Uh, hi, I'm Hendo, a retired podcaster by day and stuffed animal masseuse by night. Uh, my budget is $400. Are you joking? This is California, sir. There's no way you're even going to get like a small shack from Home Depot for that much. Oh. Um, okay. 
yeah, let's hope this podcast doesn't turn into some HGTV movers podcast. Anyways, how was everyone else's New Year's Eve? Did you have a good one? Okay. What'd you get into? Okay. Well, I love to hear it. Uh, mine was all right. Um, played a couple tunes. My pops came out and that was always fun. But uh, I reckon and I feel like along with Halloween, Valentine's Day and prom, New Year's is like one of the most overrated nights in the world. Hear me out. Leading up to New Year's, everyone's like, dude, I'm probably not going to do shit, man. When you're like, hey, dude, what are you up to? I don't know. I don't feel like doing shit this year, man. Yeah, me neither. I'm just over it. Last year sucked. This year sucked. Blah, 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 blah. And then it comes to the night of New Year's Eve and people start scrambling to make plans. Like, dude, what are you going to do? Texting, texting, calling. What are you going to do? I got to do something. Oh no, it's New Year's. And you end up going to some shitty club, paying some shitty door entry. There's Uber surges. You eat some spa-fed Alaskan halibut that you could make at your house. And you end up spending way too much money for just one night. In addition, the night of, on New Year's Eve, everyone's like, yeah, I don't really care about what we do. I don't care if I like kiss someone. And then it's like 1130 and everyone's like, oh my God, I got to make out with someone. What the hell? I'm such a loser. I'm kissing a frog again. What the hell? I mean, that never happened to me. But uh, anyways, it's kind of overrated. I hope you guys had a good New Year's. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. May Poseidon bless you. Yeah, I forgot. This is a surf podcast. So let's get into some surf shit. But before we do, I just want to say, if you could head over to worldsurfleague.com and rejoin the Frothcast Fam Fantasy League. It has been brought to my attention that the Wazzle has created a new website. And when they did that, uh, guess what happened? All the fantasy leagues disappeared. All that data is gone. We will talk more about that later, but if you could just search the Frothcast fam, join for your chance to battle with the world's greatest battlers for fantasy surf. Okay, before we get into fantasy surf stuff, how to win fantasy surfing, a couple awards I want to give out. We are going to go into some updates first because I had a lot of things that I enjoyed from 2021. A lot of people say 2020 sucked, dude. 2021 even sucked more, bro. Yes, there were plenty of things that sucked in both of those years. And uh, we are in the middle of some bizarro del mundo times. Uh, bizarro del mundo. Weird of the world, you know. A bizarre is actually like a little market thing, but bizarre, bizarro. Uh, there are some weird times, but if you look back, You'll be able to find some good stuff. And the following is a few things that I enjoyed in 2021, a couple of things that brightened my day and uh, helped me to push through the weirdness. First up, let's talk about some music. Here's some of my favorite music from 2021. You go back on Spotify and it tells you who your favorite artist, all this shit was, blah, blah, blah. It said my favorite single that I listened to more than any other song was by a band called Fade Up, Fade Out, Bye Bye, and the song is called Silver Screens. 
This single was actually released in 2019, but I became obsessed with it and played it out in 2021 after learning that the director from Workaholics, Kyle Nuacek, was in this band. First started playing it when I was on the North Shore. As you all know, I was out there for a few months and I think I posted a few podcasts about that. Um, and this song was great. I thought that it just really related to the weirdness of the world. Listen to some of the lyrics and give it a go. When the world seems strange. All right, as far as music goes, there was a lot of really good bands. There was a lot of really good DJs who came out with some music, but my personal breakthrough performer was this group called Godford. Now, there's not a whole lot of info about them. They want to remain a little bit mysterious. I don't know if it's one person producing these songs. I don't know if it's a band, but these fools came out of nowhere and they took me by surprise with their track entitled The Hill. This track was featured on their album that later came out called I, You, She. I really enjoy this sound. It reminds me of Caribou and maybe a little bit of Panama, um, some feel good dancey indie vibes. So be on the lookout for these fools as they're touring a little bit and surely they're gonna release some new tunes. Once again, that is Godford. And last but not least, the shittiest music award, of course, goes to Kaigo again. The only surprise here is that his music somehow got even worse. So uh, congrats, my friend. Moving on from music, um, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I moved about four times last year and uh, I am now in the greater city of San Diego and um, with moving comes movers. So I just wanna give a shout out to the best San Diego movers, Jerry's Geriatric Moving Service. These dudes and dudettes were over 90 pretty much and they were just unreal they moved all my shit in about three weeks time and uh they didn't break a single thing and i don't think they broke any bones on their body either so i highly recommend them if you're looking for some good movers once again that's jerry's geriatric moving service check them out in 2021 i did watch a lot of sketch comedy and i realized that's something i kind of want to lean into i know i told you guys i wanted to do stand up but i'm realizing I already have a lot of fun with sketch and I kind of want to pursue that. So if you're like, dude, make up your mind, I'm saying the same thing. My mind is saying the same thing. Anyway, one thing that really I loved watching and got me through the year was sketch shows. And uh, I watched a lot of them. So some of my favorite sketch shows from 2021, it's hard to decide, but I've got a three-way tie. We've got Keen Peel, Baroness Von Sketch Show, and Human Giant. Check them all out. I'm sure you've all seen Keen and Peel. They are the lords when it comes to sketch comedy. I was also super impressed with Baroness Von Sketch Show. This is a group of ladies from Canada. They are so funny. And Human Giant is like a throwback show. It's got Aziz Ansari and a few other people. Super funny. Kroll uh, Show was also really funny. Honorable mention. Blah, 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 blah. Cesar. Super funny shit helps get me through. As far as individual sketches go, I had one that stood out beyond a few of the rest. It's hard to say, but um, there's this one sketch by the Baroness Von Sketch Show. It's called 
The Deb. Just search it on Google, The Deb by Baroness Von Sketch Show. Super funny. I think it was written in 2017, but really brought me a chuckle in 2021. Just wait for the reveal. It's super funny. So thank you all for all that comedy. Appreciate it. All right, moving on to movies. Uh, To be honest, I didn't really watch all that many movies and I didn't go to the theaters until Thanksgiving. But uh, let me tell you, once I did, it was worth the century-long wait because uh, that top spot flick was was epic. All right, here we go. Top movies in somewhat of a particular order. Here are my favorite films from 2021. At number 10, we have Mortal Kombat versus Miss Piggy Part 3. If you slept on this... Um, Dude, what rock have you been living under? This movie was straight up insane, and it gave me nightmares. The direction was classic by John Fitzgibbons, um, amazing director, and the mise-en-scene was just really cool. The way they portrayed Mortal Kombat characters like uh, Reptar and the way that they had Miss Piggy fighting all of them was just <sighs> apropos. It was It was insane. Three thumbs up. Moving on to number one, we have The French Dispatch by Wes Anderson. Um, If you haven't checked out this movie or if you don't know who Wes Anderson is, I highly recommend his films. Super hipster, super cool. You could go to any dive bar and talk to your local hipsters. They will tell you. But this particular film in general, I loved because some people are like, man, it was too long. But can you really get sick of something you love so much other than avocados? My answer to that might be no. This film is beautiful the way West Dog directs and shoots. Uh, It's a lot of fun. It plays out like a magazine or a newspaper with different stories. I don't want to spoil anything, but um, I loved it. It was my favorite film from last year. And there you have it, my top movies from 2021. Moving on to the best Ass cream of 2021. Uh, this would belong to Bernice's Bubbly Butt Cream. You can get it at Walgreens, CVS, and your local Erewhon market. Highly recommend. Moving on to best TV shows of 2021. Um, watched a decent amount of TV, mainly focused on comedy because I love that shit. You know, why else not? I love that shit. So in no particular order, here are some of my favorite TV shows I watched from last year. The Other Two, Season 2, HBO. Hacks, Season 1, HBO. What We Do in the Shadows, Season 3, Hulu. White Lotus, Season 1, HBO. An honorable mention, The Ultimate Nerfer. Um, Not The Ultimate Surfer, but this is called The Ultimate Nerfer. It's a show where they take Nerf guns and Nerf footballs, shoot them at each other, and uh, it is the ultimate test of strength, agility, and intellectual fortitude. Um, Highly recommend watching that. Those are your TV shows for 2021. Moving on. All right, as you can tell, a few of these have been jokes, some maybe not, but uh, I just wanted to talk about the best male and female surfers, in my opinion, from what I watched last year. I'm going to be totally honest with you, my surf uh, froth fluctuated last year, and it's continuing to do so this year. Um, Definitely need to get that froth a bit higher. So I didn't watch a whole lot of surfing last year. I mainly watched contests that I worked at. Um, I watched a couple edits. I watched Kolohe's video, a few others. And out of all those contests and edits, I watched 
this is my personal opinion. My favorite male surfer of last year was Asher Pacey. I just love the way he surfs, his style and his carefree attitude. He is so cruisy, laid back, and some of the turns that he does, I've slow mowed them and put them in the mirror like 30 times to try and mimic those crazy layback arm things that he does. He really impressed me with his showings in quite a few films last year. So Asher, if you're listening, good on you, mate. Let's move on. Best female surfer. This is going to sound cliche, but seriously, when you look back at the year that Carissa Moore had, this is a no brainer. Starting the year off, charging backdoor, some of the waves she got at pipe and backdoor were far and beyond some of her competitors. Um, To her air reverse at Newcastle, that air was heard worldwide and it was talked about a lot. Go back and listen to when we talked about it. The power hacks that she was throwing around at every event, winning the gold medal at the Olympics and then winning the world title when it came down to the last heat in the WSL finals. I mean, this is just a no-brainer. Carissa freaking owned last year. She took last year, bent it over, slapped it bare bottom, and said, I own you, batch. Uh, So hats off to you, Carissa. You are a legend, and I look forward to what you do this year. Good on you. Okay, moving on to best inline sup skater. For the uninitiated, this is when you rollerblade on a sup which is often accompanied by goat yoga. Some people wear leotards. Some people wear visors. Um, If you haven't seen it, go ahead and Google it. But someone who really stood out in this category for me last year, no one really did it better this last year in 2021 than Chris Connor Baxter Haffey. Obviously, if you don't know who CCBH is, um, He's the wonder child of the world's greatest rollerblader, Chris Haffey, and the 12-time fastest sup paddler, Connor Baxter. So once again, give it up for Chris. Uh, Good on you. You deserve the gold. Okay, moving on to best wax for your surfboard in 2021. I did a lot of tests last year. I used sticky bumps. I used sex wax. I used foo wax. I tried every single kind of wax, and the one that really stood out to me was by Garnier weird, right? But um, Garnier has a wax. It's called Garnier Fructis Style Pure Clean Styling Gel. Now, when you hear it, it sounds like hair gel. It's not. You take it, you take the bottle, it sells for about 10 bucks. You put it on your board and it is some of the stickiest shit I have ever felt. I haven't landed an error in three years. I put this on my board and I landed three errors in one session. Once again, that's Garnier Fructis Style Pure Clean Styling Gel for best wax of 2021. All right, uh, last but not least, worst place to get diarrhea at in 2021. This award goes to Anthony's Ape Glove Emporium. Yeah, you would think this dude would have sufficient toilet paper, but um, I was there talking sponsorship with him and I really had to use the restroom. I'm not going to blame it on what food I ate. Uh, I run in there and explode like Mount Vesuvius. And all he had was ape gloves to wipe my anus with. Like, dude, where's your toilet paper? And there was pubes all over the toilet seat. It was disgusting. So not only did I have Mount Vesuvius coming out of my anus, I started Okay, I'm not going to tell you the rest. It was just gross. Do not take a shizzler at Anthony's Ape Glove Emporium, no matter what you do. 
Okay. <laughs> Disgusting. Uh, that's about it for the best of 2021. Do you have something that you loved in 2021? Send it my way and I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Let's move on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2021 WSL Fantasy Surf League entitled the Frothcast Fam League Fantasy Surf Awards. Gunther, what is this writing, dude? That makes no sense. Um, anyways, here's like awards for last year's fantasy surf shit for my league called the Frothcast Fam. So I just want to start this off by saying it was a long and challenging year last year, and many of you frothers put up fantastic fights in the fantasy land. Big shout outs to event winners like Alex Sauce, Mr. Mahazels, Brady Lordog, Shanman Waller, at O'Toole, and a few others who I can't remember and now never will know because the Wazzle changed their website and deleted all of our fantasy memories in the process. So um, all I can say about that is, I'm pissed now. Speaking of which, go ahead and again, join at the Frothcast fam on worldsurfleague.com. But uh, if you want an event, oh, J-Man Hall as well. Congrats to you, my friend. If you want an event, congrats to you. Thank you for playing. I had like 30 people. Now I think there's only like two people in there. Brian Ludog and Shanman, thank you guys. Welcome back. All right. With all that being said, there was only one winner last year, and despite popular belief, the system was not rigged. There's no way to rig fantasy. If you own a clubhouse, all you can do is add people or take people out. I did not do that. I do not do that here on the Frothcast fam. I do not do that. I do not do that. So despite people saying, hey man, you cheated, man. No, 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 no. Not possible. Uh, but yes, I did end up winning my own league in the Frothcast fam, as well as a few others. Hooray for me. Whoopty freaking do. Here's a cookie, man. Um, you know, this is the first time I've actually won an entire year, I think. So for people to try to take that away from me, it, it really hurt. It, it just really hurt my feelings. Uh, but, um, you know, I said there would be prizes for winners and now that I can't go back cause the website's broken. Uh, I do remember that I think Brady Lawrence got second place overall. So to you, my good sir, I give you my first place prize. And, uh, once I start making merch, you, sir, are going to get the first t-shirt of the Frothcast. So congrats to you, Mr. Brady Lawrence. We're going to have you on the Frothcast. We're going to ask you how you won overall. And I know you won an event as well. I think you won the surf ranch. So I want to talk to you about how you did that. It might not make any more sense because that event's not coming back. Freaking see ya. Anyways, congrats, Brady, sir. Um, check him out on Instagram at Brady Law. Congrats, good sir. And hi, doggy. So after I took this big win, a lot of people, myself included, are wondering, how did I do so well? How did I get 13th in the lineup pod league? How did I win the Frothcast Fam League? And how did I win Du Boyo's League? Well, my friends, um, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure why or how I won, but I do think here's the key. 
that having an understanding of the new fantasy format last year really helped me when I needed it most. If you look back at my results, you'd see that I placed exceptionally well in the first event at Pipe and the last event at Trestles. This mere fact, my dear Watson, leads me to believe that no one really understood the new rules at the first event and nobody really treated the last event at the finals like it was just as meaningful as all the other events. When in reality, the last event, your points were like so much higher. So that's where a lot of people lost ground. So without further ado, here is how you are going to win fantasy surfing in 2022. I am going to help you out here and I'm going to read the new rules for 2022 in hopes of taking you home with the gold. Let's go. Guy's even crazier than you, Johnny. Okay, so I am going to worldsurfleague.com now and I'm going to read you the new rules for 2022. If you've got time, come on down. I invite you to listen. If you don't give a shiz, well, that's fine. I'll have the upper hand. You can go ahead and fast forward and hear my open letter to stab in SNL. But for now, I'm going into the rules. Here we are reading the rules cold. I've gone to worldsurfleague.com and I've clicked on fantasy. Brings up a page where you click fantasy surfing rules. WSL fantasy surfing rules. Verem Portuguese. You can click that and you get Portuguese. Obrigado. Here we go. 2022 update. This is the first thing it says. Welcome to WSL CT Fantasy, the official fantasy game of the World Surf League. WSL Fantasy Surfing lets you play against your friends and find out who knows the most about the championship tour. Here's how to get started. Selecting surfers. Each team is comprised of eight male surfers and four female surfers. You must pick both men and women for each event, but there are limits to which surfers you can pick. Surfers are organized into tiers based on their current ranking on the championship tour. You are limited to a certain number of surfers from each tier specified below. Men's. Tier A. Pick two surfers. Tier B. Pick four surfers. Tier C. Pick two surfers. Women's. Tier A. Pick one surfer. Tier B. Pick two surfers. Tier C. Pick one surfer. As the surfers' rankings evolve over the course of the season, so do the tiers. The surfers available in each tier will change as they move up and down the rankings, so make sure you pick a new team for each event. That is crucial. Don't forget to set your teams every event. Uh, yeah, that's how you win this thing. Stay consistent. How many of you forgot to set your teams on a certain event and lost out massively because of that? Not me. Moving on to scoring. The surfers on your team score points based on their performance in each event. Their real heat scores count directly as points for your fantasy team. For example, if a surfer on your team scores 15.05 in a heat, you'll get 15.05 fantasy points. Your total score for each event is the combined scores of all individual surfers on your team. You win by earning the most total points over the course of the season. This is interesting because the way that I look at this is that it doesn't really matter if you have first or second or third placing surfers. You want surfers who are going to score higher heat totals. Keep that in mind. 
Moving on to Power Surfers. This is a feature they introduced last year. Each event, you can select one male and one female on your team as your Power Surfers to earn twice the points. For that entire event, the fantasy points you receive from your Power Surfers will be two times their total heat scores. This is also really important. I remember last year when I picked someone like Steph, who had higher heat totals than Carissa, but Carissa ended up winning the event. It didn't matter. I ended up scoring more points because Steph's overall heat totals were higher, even though if she got knocked out in the semis and Carissa won, that didn't necessarily mean she had higher heat totals. Does this make sense? Anyways, moving on. After picking your team, simply select your power surfers by hitting the lightning icon on the right side of the selection button. You can select new power surfers for every event. This new feature will be a huge factor in teams with similar surfers and allows you to double down on specific surfers who you think will excel at each event on the championship tour. Again, doesn't matter if they win the event, pick surfers who you think will have high heat totals. Team lock deadlines. Teams do not lock at the very start of each event. The first two rounds, called the seeding round and the elimination round for all events, will not count towards fantasy total. Prior to the midseason cut, your team will start scoring points in the men's round of 32 and women's round of 16. After the midseason cut, your team will start scoring in men's round of 16 and women's quarter final. This is brand new. Pay attention here. Okay? That midseason cut is going to affect the way that you are allowed to lock your teams later. But moving into that first half, I think it's very important that you watch the first two rounds. If someone who you have on your team is not performing, you can wait to the last second of that last heat to swap them out. This is something that I don't think a lot of people knew about last year, but you can do that. Moving on, your team only locks after the elimination round. So you have the ability to select new surfers and designate new power surfers until that point. You are able to pick your team for the following event immediately after the conclusion of the current event. If you have questions about that part, hit me up. I'm happy to talk more about it. But moving on, this is a section called leagues. Leagues enable groups of players to pit their teams against each other and compete for the top spot on the league leaderboard. Commissioners have the ability to create both public and private leagues. Public leagues allow you to take on the world and compete against surfing fans across the globe. Anyone can enter a public league. Private leagues are password protected and allow you to compete against your friends and family. Private leagues have an added league chat feature. Commissioners have moderator control, meaning any team managers that aren't playing well with others can get ejected from the league chat. They're saying here, if you have a private league, you start talking shit and that commissioner is like, yo, dude, this person's running their mouth. I'm over it. You can kick them out because they're running their mouth. I mean, if you join my league, it's open. There's no password. I don't care if you talk shiz. You can talk shiz to me all you want. They say here, we strongly recommend you start your league at the beginning of the season so you can play for the highest number of events. However, leagues may be created at any point in the season. Any leagues created after the first event will start with zero points for all teams at the point of creation. With our progressive scoring system, leagues created mid-season still have the chance to be competitive. 
You are able to play in as many leagues as you'd like, but you will still only select one team for each event. For example, if you are in three separate leagues, public and our private, you will select one team to use across all three and will receive the same total score in each league. Teams that do not choose to play in a specific league will be automatically entered in the overall leaderboard. Uh, I think last year there was something like a couple hundred thousand people playing. At one point I was like 30th and that was nice. But what they're saying here is you can join a bunch of different leagues and there are actually like leaderboards for leagues. So hey, if we're doing well in the Frothcast fam and we start climbing those leaderboards of the leagues, I don't know what kind of incentive there is for us, but you know what? We got our pride saying, hey, we're part of this Frothcast fam league. Maybe I'll make some shirts and like if we start really kicking ass, that'll be cool. So I encourage everybody to step it up this year and let's let's take this thing on, okay? Um, moving on to what they call progressive scoring. As the season progresses, your team's total points from each event will be multiplied by an increasing factor. The multipliers will increase by 10 percentage points from event to event. This system represents the increasing importance of each event on the championship tour. As the season moves forward, each event gets more and more crucial for the surfers on tour, and that is now reflected in our fantasy game. It also allows teams created after the start of the season to still compete towards winning their league. Um, don't really understand that, but I guess after each event, points are multiplied by 10%. I would go back and read that if I were you. Next section, surfer injuries. If a surfer on your team is injured during a heat, your team will still receive any points they earned for their heat score. If a surfer on your team is injured outside of competition and withdraws from their heat, your team will receive zero points for the next heat they were supposed to surf. The advancing surfer will receive 10 points plus any applicable event multiplier for the uncontested heat. So for instance, do you remember when Chris Davo didn't show up to lowers that semifinal with Slate Dog? I guess they're saying nowadays people don't surf by themselves, but that he actually Slater surfed by himself at lowers and it was firing. In that case, if you had Chris Davo on your team, you would receive a zero. But if you had Slater on your team, you would receive a 10 and then those points would be multiplied by 10% for that event. I don't get that part. You might have to go back and break it down. Maybe we'll have a fantasy nerd on here to talk about it. Um, I don't think there's too much more, but moving on to the section called leaderboards. Every team participating in fantasy, regardless of league, will be included in the overall leaderboard. The scores for each team will reflect the cumulative total of all events that team has participated in. In addition to the overall leaderboard, each league will have its own leaderboard. Each team's point total will be based on when the league was created. If a league was created after event three, for example, then points will reflect all events played for event three and after. Okay, that makes sense. Next section is called notifications. Setting your team for every event is essential for winning in your league. Download the WSL app and enable fantasy notifications to receive push notifications to help you remember. Follow World Surf League's social accounts to stay up to date on all the latest news about our surfers and events. They give you some links there. And the last section is called help. If you have any questions, 
shoot them over to support at worldsurfleague.com and we'll be happy to answer. Good luck and happy drafting. You heard it there first, Frothcast, Frothcast, fam, frothers. Uh, those are the rules. So if I were you, I would put this on at nighttime when you go to bed. I would listen to these rules. I would tattoo them onto your anus. I would get used to them so that you have every advantage because you know how to play the game. When you look at people like Medina, people who are so good that they know the rule book that they end up like doing crazy little loophole things where eventually new rules are created because of the things that they did when he did that Kyo burn thing, they had to make a new rule. Use these rules to your advantage for fantasy surfing and you could be like me sitting on top of a mountain with a nice little trophy saying, ah, that was a great season. It feels so good to win because I got absolutely nothing. All right. Thanks for listening to that shit. And uh, again, best of luck to you all. And check out my league called the Frothcast Fam. I will see you there. Good luck, everybody. Okay, and to close out this episode, uh, it's come to my attention from old mate Gunther that we have a mole on our hands. Either that or uh, someone is gaslighting me. Not talking about whack-a-mole. We are talking about a secret agent, a go-go gadget dick mole, who apparently has been watching me, taking a few of the things we do over here at the Frothcast and Hendo Froth Properties, and uh, sending this information directly to Stab Magazine and Saturday Night Live to cut, copy, and paste. I know, I know, I know. I couldn't believe this shit either, and it feels like I'm taking crazy pills. But this is what Gunther had to say about it. You're an idiot. Guten Tag, Hendo and Javul from Berlin. I have been hanging out at Bergheim at all of the coolest clubs, but it has come to my attention that there is a mole on our hands. Here is the evidence. Exhibit A. The first Frostcast episode ever released was May 15th, 2017, and it was entitled Episode 1 interview with a shark lord. If you remember, you sat down with a shark biologist in this episode and asked crowdsourced questions like, can sharks pee? Can they smell blood? Uh, do sharks have nipples, etc. Flash forward to Stab's podcast, episode released July 9th, 2021, entitled, Is it safe to piss in your yellow wetsuit at dawn? Shark attack fact and fiction. They sat down with a shark biologist in this episode and they asked questions like, can sharks smell pee, etc. This is strike one. Exhibit B, August 3rd, 2021. You released a video featuring that character Billup that we all know and love and you said the following. Are you looking for new or used tunes? Well, you came to the right place. Shortly thereafter, I cannot find this video, but I know it exists. Mikey from Stab said the same exact thing. Are you looking for new or used surfboard wetsuits or something like that? Look, you did not invent the wheel here, but that is strike number two. It is very, very weird. Strike number three and exhibit C, Stab came out with this video thing called Stab Highway in which they kind of take from, um, and they admit this too, King of the Road from Thrasher. 
During the midst of the pandemic in 2020, you were applying for a certain job where you came out with a case study with this exact show. That is strike number three. Coincidence or not, there is something fishy going on. Last but not least, here is how Saturday Night Live and their small writers group called Please Don't Destroy might also be molds as well. You came out with that video in 2020 where you talk to your future self. You ask yourself, do you still surf? Do you like pizza? And you blew yourself up. This group called Please Don't Destroy, they are on SNL, Saturday Night Live, and this is the sketch that they did. Very similar. Who are you? I am your future self. Who the hell are you? Were you from the future? But your life is in danger. To deliver you a grave warning. Uh, are we rich? No. Does future me still love surfing? No. Okay, there's four examples. And Hendo, I don't know what else to say. It seems like there is a mole there. You know, somebody could be gaslighting. Maybe you are starting to question your sanity. Uh, maybe I am turning into a French person. Maybe that is my accent now. I do not know. But let me just say to the mole out there, if you are listening right now and you plan on copying us again, you have two options. Number one, hire me and Hendo for $1 million a year and we would gladly work for you. SNL, Stab, whoever. Option number two, we declare war. You will not know where we will come from. We will be like ghosts in the night. You have your options. Choose them wisely. Sanka. Dude, 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 dude. Gunther, 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 Gunther. Do not make these weird assumptions or options. You're losing your mind, man. I mean, it's just a weird coincidence. Like, I don't know. Do you remember that Dane Reynolds thing, that video he made back in the day? I think it was either first chapter or final chapter, one of those. But the beginning of that video, it says, nothing is original. You know? So like every thought that you have, everything that you do, that's been done before, Gunther. So like, you can't think that there's a mole out there taking our stuff and posting it without credit or at least just saying, hey, I was inspired by this. That's crazy, dude. You're losing your mind. Get out of Berghain, come back to California because we need your help on the Frothcast. Sounds like you're losing it out there, dude. Anyways, for everyone else listening, thank you so much for joining us here at the Frothcast. That has been episode 23. And my friends, I want to be real with you right now. My intention here is to release a new episode once every other Thursday. For me to have two weeks to work on that in between my work and my de-jizzlering and all that other shit seems a little bit more reasonable. If I am able to post more or have more episodes, great. But if I could just do one every two weeks, um, I think that's doable. So... If you want to help, that's great. If you enjoyed this, cool. If you want to uh, help out the Frothcast, listen to Gunther here. He's going to tell you what to do. Thank you all so much for listening. Feels very good to be back. And um, join in next week. I think we might have some of the homies back to talk about fantasy surf shit. So uh, you're not going to want to miss that. Gunther, what do we got to do? 
Yes, please like, subscribe, and go over to our Apple podcast and give us a review, please, and uh, let us know what you think. Uh, five star is very nice. Uh, if you want to tell us to fuck off, that's cool too. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> Gunther, get back here, dude. You're losing your mind in Berlin. Anyways, thanks for listening, everybody. We will see you next time. Much love to you all. Um, aloha and wasabi. Much love. Goodbye. Goodbye.